Hi, this is Watching, and you are now listening to I Choose the Ladder, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. Hey, it's been a while, I know. Um, the title of this podcast episode is Work in the Time of Corona. Um, I know that I've been going through such adjustments uh, with this new way or temporary or this new temporary normal um, as it pertains to balance, to work, to to living, to learning about myself, to figuring out the balance between work and, you know, taking care of myself. We talked about some of the things that I did last year to try to set myself up for um, a more balanced 2020. I will say that I did not see any of this coming. I don't think any of us uh, did. Um, and I've actually been struggling with whether to put out podcast interviews with um, some of the women that I've interviewed for this season, just because I feel like we're in really sensitive times right now. And I don't necessarily know if the environment is the most appropriate to be putting out some things that could be controversial. We know that people are losing their jobs. We know that there's a lot of insecurity right now around um, job security. And so I wouldn't want to do anything that would put anybody in a position to cause them to have issues at work. I don't think that they will. You know, the podcast episodes so far have been really well received, but they've also been um, released in very different work environments. And so I think for the for at least until we are out of this quarantine phase of life, I'll just do interviews, not interviews, I'll just do episodes that just feature me talking about some kind of work topics until I can get some clearance from the women who I still have interviews in the pipeline for confirming that they are okay with me putting out the episode. I'm also going to try to see if I can get some of the women who were going to be a part of the I Choose a Ladder Summit to come on and maybe do a live with us or do some Q&A. So if you would like to see that or if, you, if it's something that you'd be interested in, please, please, please shoot me a message uh, watching at ichoosealadder.com just because I don't want to waste anyone's time creating content if you all don't really have the bandwidth right now to engage with that kind of content. So again, let me know um, on Instagram that I choose a ladder if you want to send me a message or you can email me at watching at I choose a ladder.com. Okay, so let's get to it. This this new life um, that we find ourselves living. So I fortunately am still employed. Um, my company has been really amazing with how they've taken care of their staff, how they've made sure that we were able to transition from working in the office to working um, from home pretty seamlessly. They've been very, very um, intentional about making sure that people feel like they are being heard and that that they understand that this, these are not normal working conditions. And I've been very grateful for that because to be honest, it's been kind of stressful. The first two weeks, I think I felt like I was on vacation, right? I'm uh, normally a homebody, although nobody believes me because I'm out all the time, but most of the times it's because of work. Um, but the first two weeks were great. You know, I was home. I had a pretty decent, you know, work balance because I you know, work from home a lot of the times, um, even during regular normal life. And so it didn't really feel that different to me. And I, um, I was fine with it. The weather wasn't that great here, um, but I was able to go running every day. And I just felt like it was something that I could do. Now, mind you, this was probably like the second week of March. I think I've been on quarantine now for like five weeks. Um, not quarantine. Let me not say quarantine because I do not have the Rona and that's how rumors get started. So stay at home or shelter in place. Um, 
for about five weeks now. And I think it wasn't until it got announced that the building that we currently work in was going to, a portion of it would be converted to um, be able to house people who become impacted by Corona as a hospital overflow. And then I was like, what is happening? And I spiraled, <laughs> I spiraled completely out of control um, in that I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around how quickly things were happening. Um, and then my next thought was to work, right? How would that impact work? I work in professional women's basketball, as you all know, and I need fans in the stands to be able to give the best um, environment for our games. And then once things started getting shut down, where it was like no gatherings of more than 50 people, then no more than 10, then no one at all, it started to... Um, to make me think about what the future could potentially look like for me, for my employees, for my employer, the impact that it would have to our business, how it would change how we thought about business, how it would change what we could do through business, how it would impact the players. And it just seemed like everything just, just came at once and it was incredibly overwhelming. And so I... The park that I was running in next to my house got shut down because it was 65 degrees one day and people didn't know how to act. And so our mayor was like, "Uh, -uh we don't do that. Like we're shutting it all down. Um, and I, I, I think for, you know, the first two or three days after that, I was in a bit of shock. Right. I was in. Um, I, I just felt out of control of everything. And as someone who's type A, who typically has a plan that they try to stick to, who likes to kind of know a little bit about what the next couple of days or couple of weeks or couple of months had in store had coming up it really really threw me it, it, it threw me for a loop and then add on top of that I'm in business school y'all know my friend Rendell jokes all the time that I'm gonna be in business school forever I'm not going to be in business school forever but then classes started on top of that and it was classes virtually work uh, virtual classes plus working from home and just all of these things where I felt really overwhelmed and it it took me a minute to find my stride, to, to find a new normal where I felt like I could be productive in a way that still was at a level that I was comfortable with. And let me start this. Let me also say this. I also live alone. I don't have any children. So I am very aware that the circumstances under which I'm working in are a privilege right now, right? Like there are, I have friends who are trying to homeschool and perform at a high level and, you know, keep their sanity and do all these other things. And so I am incredibly um, grateful and very much aware of the the privilege that, that it is or the privileged seat from which I sit. And I'm, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, so I don't want it to seem like I'm complaining because I'm not, although I kind of am still about <laughs> this life. Um, but I've learned a ton about myself. I'm also very fortunate in that because I work from home a ton already, I already have a dedicated workspace in my apartment. And so it was pretty easy for me to create that separation between work and home. Right. So because I could get up from my office and go to the couch and watch TV or I could go get up and go um, to my bedroom to go to sleep and I could get up and go to the kitchen to do stuff and, or I could just close the door and be in my office and, you know, working all day. And I also realized that I had enough stuff at home to uh, work out at home. Um, but that'll be one of the lessons that I'll talk about learning. So I'm going to go through some of the things that I've learned about myself 
um, over these last five weeks and how I think that they will make me a better boss um, and hopefully a better uh, business owner, a better employee, uh, a better teammate once we return to some semblance of normality. Um, and I can give you guys a brief update too on um, at the end about what's happening with the conference. Also the product that I'm still going to release at the end of the year because I think if there was ever a year to uh, release this product, it, it's because it's going to be important as we go into 2021 and the expectations around work. Um, so the first thing that I realized during this quarantine is that people, myself included, often take for granted once we have something mastered, um, how important it is to still be aware when we're doing work. Um, and I, what I mean by that is because I've been in my job for a while, I, um, I could pretty much do a lot of it in my sleep. And with this, it's caused me to pivot a lot of things that for in the beginning, I was thrown for a loop, right? So um, one of the things that we uh, sell or that we have as part of our um, of our experiences are things that happen in the arena. And there's a pretty big value that's put on that because you have eyeballs in, um, like captivating eyeballs being exposed to a bunch of different products, a bunch of different services when you're in the arena. Well, that's not an option for me. So my team got very used to doing business a certain way. And I think we took for granted the need to continually innovate. And the fact that this is forcing us to innovate because we don't have access to the same um, elements that we did prior in the ways that we've always done business. And in the beginning, it was a struggle to get my team to like to be able to flip that switch and start to think about business in a new way. And the employees who have been able to rise to that occasion, I've taken notice of, right? I've taken notice of the members of my team who are able to, to show flexibility um, in, in their range of work, in the way that they're able to think, in the ways that they're able to be flexible, um, because we can't engage with our clients in the same ways that we used to. We can't just say, hey, come to a game and experience it because that will sell you. I can't say... I'm going to have a player come to do a meet and greet with, with X, Y, and Z. Like, that's just not an asset that I have, um, have at my disposal right now. And I took it for granted. If I'm being honest, I took for granted how, how the system was set up for me to kind of get comfortable and not necessarily force me to innovate because I could still do my job really well. My team could still do their jobs really well. And I think this has, this has forced us to think about, innovation and how we can change the way that we do business in a way that I did not anticipate. Um, the second thing that I noticed is that if there are weak links on your team, it's really, um, it's really easy to pick them out now. And there are long-term implications for that, right? Like I feel fortunate in that most, like the people who work for me, I've bragged about them before. I, I feel super blessed to have them. And so everyone has kind of like risen to the occasion and very quickly, you know, after, you know, a couple of false starts have very quickly started to ideate and translate things from different uh, mediums to things that could work if our new normals remains for, you know, for longer than we anticipate so that we can still run the business and the company still runs and everybody's still doing what they need to do. But I remember seeing on social media how people were saying, now that you have the time, work on your side business and all these things. And that's great. But if you are an employee 
who's being paid to do full-time work while understanding like that there is a new normal and people have other obligations that they may not necessarily have. But to look at this time as a an opportunity to blow off your job requirements or slack on them, I think is a mistake. I think that most employers are like, they understand because they're going through the same thing. They probably don't have childcare at home. They should not unless the person lives with them because of social distancing. And they understand that, you know, there are no teachers in the houses to teach the kids and all that stuff. But I think the expectation is from employers is that employees understand that for a lot of these businesses, this time could be the factor in whether doors stay open or closed. And so they are leaning heavily on their people to kind of have all hands help the ship rise. And so if that's not how you're thinking about it, it's going to be really, really, really easy to justify not doing right by you when the time comes. And so I feel like there was a moment where I was very, very tired because there was so much going on. I had a couple of days where I just didn't feel like doing anything. And then I had to remind myself, like, we're technically a small business. And the work that everybody and the company does right now is going to help decide the quality of our business moving forward. And I know for a lot of people who have, you know, who look at it as like work is just a job and all these th- and all of those things. I get it, but I also under we also understand and see now the importance or how how much of a difference having an income, a steady income that's coming to you every two weeks, once a month, however the frequency is, how important that is for a lot of families. I think the unemployment number now was at like seven million or something like that. The last time I looked, there are people who would kill to have the jobs that we hate. And that's not to say don't hate your job. If you want to hate your job, hate your job. But I think a perspective shift in looking at this at this time, not only are people vulnerable, but a lot of businesses are also vulnerable and they may not be around. Right. I just saw yesterday that Neiman Marcus was filing for bankruptcy. Right. There are there are really strange circumstances that everyone's trying to work through. And I think during this time we've been able to see who the rock stars are. And I think in the long run, those people will be, will have opportunities that are presented to them that others will not. Um, And so be mindful of that um, as you decide how much you put into your work now. Also understanding that people have responsibilities too that are not the normal work from home circumstances. Um, The third thing that I've learned during this time off is like, I really didn't just like, I don't think that this is new because I I think I've talked about it before, but I really wish I had developed more habits outside of going to brunch with my friends. Like I don't have a thing that I do. I mean, I read, but even during this time, like there are certain times where I like, I can't even get myself to focus on reading anything. Um, And so I don't have a thing, right? Like I don't have a thing that I'm looking forward to, right? There are some, some of my friends who like knit or draw or do art or like dance and do all of those things. Like they don't really, I don't have any of those things. I listen to podcasts, but in terms of something that will um, calm me down and, and kind of make my mind idle, I don't really have that. And during this time has caused me to reflect on, you know, what are the things that are important to me? And if I don't know, make being intentional about finding them. And um, one of the things that came up was the way that I keep my home. So my we've talked about this. My house is pretty much always very clean, but there's no real personality in my apartment. Like if you didn't know that this is my apartment, you'd walk in here and you'd walk out and you still have no idea who lived here. Um, 
And we've, I've been struggling because I've been in the apartment for um, like a year and let's say four months, year and three months, whatever it is. And I have a dining room, but I have not bought a dining room table because to me, a dining room table seems so permanent, right? Um, and I, you all know I move all the time, blah, blah, blah. Although I have not moved in a year and four months, so that is definitely progress. Um, but one of the things that I've decided is that I want to make my house feel like a house. Well, my condo feel like a home, right? Having spent so much time in it, like I'm never home this much because, as you all know, with work, there's tons of events. And, um, and uh, so I'm here like in the mornings, I'm here to sleep on the weekends, you know, I'm out and about and doing whatever uh, with friends or other events. And so I haven't really prioritized it, but I've realized how important it is to have your home feel like a place that you want to be all the time in order to have you produce the best work possible. And I don't like, I was, I was watching something on Instagram and Carlene, um, who is the founder of Vanity Group, was talking about how her place inspires her. And if you look at her, her place in New York, like, it's a beautiful space. But the fact that she used like inspiration as a word that came, um, that came when she thought of her, her, her space. And she worked from home for a really long time when she was growing the Vanity Group. If I don't know what, I, I think if I picked a word for my place, it would be functional. It wouldn't necessarily be, I'm not, I mean, I do the work, but I want to create a space that I feel good in. And so that's part of what I've been doing um, with my time is like figuring out, spending time on Pinterest, which overwhelms me of ways that I can jazz up my apartment and make it feel more like a space that a grown up lives in that has personality and a feel to it. Um, and it's also aesthetically beautiful to me. Um, so I've been looking at art and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I've only been looking y'all like this is baby stuff. So I haven't, per- well, I think I purchased what I purchased some candles and y'all that's a big step for me. I think I purchased like six candles. Um, they're the same candles. I just purchased six of them because I know I like how they smell. Um, so I purchased some candles and I have like, I'm going to get a bar cart and a bunch of other things. And so maybe one day I'll do a before and after YouTube video. I probably won't to show y'all the transformation, but I, um, I've found that it's important to create a space that that I can do good work in and that inspires the work that I want to put out into the world. Um, the fourth thing that I realized during this is that like I have so much more than I need and I don't and I didn't pay attention to it. So I I'm saying this now as I'm looking at all of the workout stuff that I have in my house. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I used to go out running and then they stopped and I was depressed and I stopped. But in my apartment, I realized that I have everything that I need to be able to get in some really good workouts. Um, I ended up, once the gyms got shut down, I ended up subscribing to Beachbody On Demand because it's super affordable for me. So it was only $100 for the year and it gives you access to all these different workout programs and all the programs any of the equipment that they required, which is like dumbbells, resistance bands, furniture, sliders, um, a yoga mat. I already had those things at home, right? It's just that I didn't, I don't remember when I bought more. I have a stepper. I have all kinds of stuff in the house that now that I had the time to go through and organize things, I was able to see what I have in my apartment. And so my workouts have been good. They haven't been great, but uh, I've been able to work out with some friends on Zoom and that has been also very helpful. Um, But I 
feel like it's the same with work where I have the basics of what I need to do my job well. And a lot of the times, a lot of the other things are just distractions, right? Being at home has forced me to um, get back to the basics of how to do good business and how to do good work, right? I can't, I don't have a meeting where I can go and schmooze someone. I don't have, um, you know, events that I could take people to, to entertain them and wow them and all, but like we're back to the basics. And it's either you, you understand the fundamentals of relationships with people and getting things done, or you're going to struggle. And I think having to go back to the fundamentals, conference calls, right? And emails and clear communication. Those are things that I think we, we could take for granted because we've had all of these other bells and whistles to help us do things. And for me now, it's like, no, like the rubber has to meet the road now because all of the little things that we had in our chip bags are gone. And people's budgets are getting slashed. Companies are getting, you know, beaten up in this thing. And you either are able to prove value to if you are in a client facing business to your client or to, you know, to your employer or and in some cases you are valuable. It's just the economics of it all makes it hard to, you know, for companies to maintain um, their employee base. I have tons of people that I know who've been laid off and they were phenomenal employees. Um, but I think this time has forced me to go back to like when I first started working and I didn't have, you know, all of the things that I have access to now to do business. And I kind of appreciate that. Um, I think it helps me remain sharp. I'm also being intentional about, you know, learning and developing more. Um, and so that will be the next thing that I talk about. I think that's, this is the fifth thing. I think, yeah, and I have six of them. Yep. So the fifth thing, um, this is the time because we don't have as many distractions. I know that one of the things that I used to complain about all the time at work is that like I, the reason I worked from home actually all the time is because I could never get any work done because every two minutes someone was coming to my door to ask a question or someone needed something or, or, or any of those things. And now that I don't have the distractions, I'm able to get my work done and then I'm able to learn some skills that will hopefully make me better at my job and make me a better leader. So I signed up for a bunch of like development classes. Today, actually, a friend and I signed up for masterclass and I'm taking a class with, um, there's a negotiations class that I'm taking, there's a selling class that I'm taking, um, in addition to my like regular business school stuff that is kicking my butt, y'all pray for your girl. Um, and I, I took a leadership development class through Booth and I find that having those things to look forward to outside of just work has, you know, has helped a ton. Um, this is the time where I, I know that we won't have as much dedicated time to focus on ourselves. Granted, I'm saying this to someone with no kids. I, I totally, totally get that. Um, but if you have normal working hours, depending on the business that you're in, this might be an opportunity for you to brush up on some skills that can help you develop professionally during this time. Um, I think it's super important to not leave this window of time um, exactly the same way that you came into it. To me, that would be a huge loss. But I also understand that there are life things that may prevent people from being able to do that. But if you do, if you have the ability to do it, um, I would say find at least one thing that you want to get better at before. Sorry, I was drinking a bit of my tea um, before this uh, this period of life is over and we try to piece back together what normal looks like um, in the United States. Um, so some things that I've been doing 
have that. And y'all know last year I was like, I cooked like five times. I've cooked 99% of my meals and they've been good meals. Like I'm not just out here making sandwiches. Um, I went back to braiding my own hair. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I braided my own hair. Um, and I mean... It just has shown me that a lot of the things that I don't do is because I make excuses for them, not necessarily because I don't know how to do them or I can't do them. I've just, I've become so, um, not spoiled, because I feel like spoiled has such a negative connotation to it. I just think I've become so comfortable doing certain things that it, that I forgot who I was a little bit, right? Like I forgot what I was capable of and this time has shown me like, no, girl, like you got this, like you can, you can take care of yourself in a way that is, um, that is good and healthy and, and, and you can, you can do those things. And so I'm really glad that I've had the time to kind of organize and pull things back to see what I actually have. And I think this will help me be a better, um, come out of this a lot better than I, um, than I went into it. Um, and then I think the last thing that I will say about this is around, the ways that we engage with work. I think going before this, a lot of times we get like complaints about work, right? And like we complain about, we hate this part, we hate that part, we don't like this part, it sucks, if we just leave, I'm just here for the check, like all those things. I think from what I've seen, this period has caused us to have, at least a lot of people that I've talked to, to have a perspective shift on work, right? And to look at, like, it's like people are just starting work again for the first time, right? Like people are having, there's an attitude of gratitude that's going towards having any employment right now because I think people understand that if you still have a job that's providing you with a steady income, especially if you have a job that's allowing you to work from home and you are not um, on the front lines of COVID and you are safe in a home or a house or apartment or whatever, however you define home, and you ha- and you are not concerned about where your next meal is coming from, you understand that, I would hope that you understand that you are sitting in a position of privilege right now. And there are millions of people who, who for whatever reason it may be, don't have those same things. Um, and so I think that that has forced a lot of people to to feel very grateful for the jobs they have, which is making them approach it a little bit differently. And I think that um, I'm definitely more grateful. But and I I love my job. Y'all know I talk about this all the time. Is it my forever job? Who knows? Uh, I don't think so. But like I've always loved my job. It's tons of fun. It has its stressful moments. Today was one of those stressful days. Um, but I am grateful, and I think I'm excited again to see how this time will change my industry, right? As I'm recording this episode right now, I have no idea what the 2020 WNBA season is going to look like. I have no idea if we're playing with fans. I don't know if we're playing in my arena. I don't know if we're playing in another city. I don't know. I know that the season's not canceled, but that's the only thing that I know. And it's it was scary at first, but it's really, 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 really exciting to see how our leadership has stepped up to try to redefine the way that we do business. And I feel very blessed to be a part of that shift and a part of that um, of that pivot. And, you know, I think a lot of the people who I know who are working are doing some challenging, demanding work, but they're grateful for it, right? Because it it's not just business as usual. Um, and so... 
I'm hoping that some of the perspective that we're getting during this time, we will take with us when things change um, or things go. I don't think that things are going to go back to normal, honestly. And I think we're people are going to be very fearful of stuff. It's going to have to be a gradual like reintegration to society. But I hope that some of the stuff that we are learning now about ourselves and about um, our um, our jobs, our careers, the work that we want to do, the work that we don't want to do, um, Hopefully we can keep some of that with us as we go into this next uh, phase of living and working and developing our careers. Um, so, yeah, but overall, like I'm in everybody's in good health. My parents are in good health. Um, I feel really good about what we've been able to accomplish. Our clients have been phenomenal and supportive. And I just feel really grateful, honestly, to have this time that slowed down. I was going to record um, a podcast episode called Surviving um, NBA All-Star. I did not because I was super tired. But let's just say that I am so grateful for this forced slowing down of pace of life. Um, And I hope that... um, that I can maintain a little bit of this as we go forward. Um, and honestly, I, I'm a homebody. I've already said that. I like being at home. Um, and I just, I'm just grateful that we were able to, um, to catch this thing, especially in Chicago, um, so that we could start aggressively trying to slow it down um there are there are a ton of people who have been impacted by this um by covid it's so scary because you know you could be asymptomatic and still transfer the disease to other people um the virus i'm sorry to other people and so i'm grateful for the leadership of our city and our state and that they are really prioritizing the health of the citizens and the residents of the state and the city and um I hope that everybody is staying safe, that you all are, um, that you all are getting at least a little bit of time to reset and think about your lives. If you're like me, you're spending all your little money on skincare products, because let me tell you, I plan to come out of this stay at shelter at home with some amazing glowing popping skin for all of the, um, interviews and stuff that I'm going to be doing about work. Um, but yeah, just, I'm excited, uh, to see what the new normal looks like and the innovation in work and business that comes from this. Um, but outside of that, um, your girl is good. No real complaints. Oh, so the summit, obviously the summit was supposed to be the weekend that just passed and clearly it didn't happen, but it's going to happen September 25th is a rescheduled date. If we are allowed to have large group gatherings from my understanding, and this could be all hearsay, but we will probably only have 50 spots available in the room um, from what I'm told. And so the tickets will go fast. They will go fast. So make sure that if you plan to come, that you are preparing for that. Um, but so September 26th is that Saturday. The pop-up dinners will be the 25th. And then the Saturday, Saturday September 26th will be the all-day career summit. If you are looking for a job, if you're trying to refresh your job, um, you definitely want to be in the building. Um, and we will, some of the sessions, we will probably pivot to things that are more time, like more um, relevant to the times that we're living in. Because when we start to plan and book guests for this, this was before um, 
before COVID happened. And so we'll adjust to to make sure that, you know, there's relevant, maybe some like job seeking stuff and all that within there. Um, and then the last thing before I go, because I've been talking for way longer than I normally do. Um, so I, I'm going to have a product that's coming out at the, it'll probably be for Q4, um, but the intention is that you all will use it in Q1, um, or maybe you'll use it in Q4 doing your review, and then you will use it in Q1, uh, in all of 2021. So I'm saying it now, I'm going to be reaching out for beta testers of this, I'm, and it's only going to be like five people um, to test out the product at some point in Q, if it's not the end of Q2, it'll be the beginning of Q3. So if you would like to be a beta tester, make sure that you send me an email to watching at ichoosealadder.com and I will add you to the, the list once um, it is ready for testing. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's where we are. I hope that everybody is staying safe and healthy and socially distancing. Um, as always, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can find me on Instagram, although I have not been very active, but at I Choose the Ladder. Also on Facebook at I Choose the Ladder. Um, and until next time, thank you for listening.